the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Ross, we're brought to you by the SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, April 25th, currently 1231 in the afternoon on the East Coast. Here to discuss some more player props for the three games that we have tonight. And I got my guy, Chris, here with me. Chris, what's going on, my man? How you doing, brother? Pretty good. Pretty good, you know. How about yourself, man? I can't complain, man. Hey, look, we got three series here tonight that could be on the brink of getting uh, closed out and uh, three teams possibly advancing here. But, um, yeah, look, it's it's been a pretty good playoff so far. We had two games last night, some great playoff performances. We'll touch on those here in a minute. But how's, how's your betting been going as far as player prop sides and totals over the weekend? So, man, it's been it's been a little up and down, you know. If I know I know we did a pod on Friday, and uh, I know I got hooked on Emmanuel quickly uh, over fourteen and a half. He finished with fourteen points and assists. That's how it always goes, man. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it, dude. Mitchell Robinson, five offensive, five, five rebounds in the first quarter. Uh, I think he finished with like seven for the full game, and this was game uh, game three on Friday night, of course. And then uh, also Jalen Brown. I talked about him in game three being back in Atlanta. He goes out, lays the dud, but then comes back in game four, of course, and drops uh, 31. <laughs> and then uh, Anthony Davis did come through over the 12 and a half rebounds. He uh, he demolished that line. So um, not the greatest weekend, you know, as far as uh, as far as uh, props go, as far as sides. I, I, I took the Bucks in game three thinking they would come out and, uh, you know, play well also first half and full game. And that did not go my way either. So. Uh, this week it started off a little bit better. I'll, I'll, I'll say that, and hopefully we can kind of keep it keep it moving, uh, keep it going moving forward. You know, how about yourself? Yeah, I think I finished up two and two on uh, the Friday show that we did. I know the best bet got there for me, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's been it's been an okay weekend as far as player pops have been going. Yesterday was was okay as well. So it's a new week. Hopefully we can find some more winners. Just you know, kind of wipe the plate clean and wipe the board clean and just kind of get refocused and uh, try to cash in on these player props here for, uh, for this week. But uh, last night, Chris, you mentioned it, Milwaukee, uh, they're in serious trouble now, man. They are in win or go home situations in every single game now for the rest of the series. Um, But I think one of the more epic playoff performances that I can remember for some time um, from Jimmy Butler last night, Chris, 56 points from him. He led the way. Uh, for the Miami Heat, they 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 take a commanding three-one lead over the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, the number one seed. But man, what did you see from Jimmy last night? Man, we we talk about player props here, and we talk about player performances. This is something excited. Uh, what we, we saw last night from Jimmy Butler, man. Man, that was uh that was amazing. You know, if I can't remember watching a performance like that, you know, like. I can't remember the last one. So, you know, definitely that, that memory is going to stick with me for a while. And I remember just watching it from the – so I watched, like, you know, watched the whole game. And 
you know, you see him score 20 in the first quarter, and eventually, like, you know, uh, this guy's going to cool off, right? Like, he he, he can't stay this hot the, the entire game. But not only does he start the game with a with a 20-point quarter, he also ends the game with a 20-point with a quarter as well. So, you know, this dude is, uh, you know, next level right now, you know, and, you know, that competitive nature that he you know, he talks about, you know, in the postgame is uh, – it's, it's crazy, man. He says that there's no such thing as playoff Jimmy, but I would absolutely disagree because you don't see him doing anything close to this in the, you know, during the regular season. And, uh, you know, he really just put the team on his back. I, I, the only other thing I'll mention is, you know, just watching the game, you see the other players play so bad early that you're just like, you know, th- this is, you know, going to be an all-time performance, but they won't win this game, especially being down 12 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, He just really just put them on the back. The other The other players made just enough plays you know, to uh, to for them to not not for them just to have you know this this great performance, but also win the game, right? Because they were yeah. down twelve in the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, so I don't think anybody predicted that one, you know. And I, I know I definitely didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, but for Jimmy, I think there was a point we talked about this NBA pod earlier, where I think he checked back into that fourth quarter. They went on like a twelve zero run um, to take the lead from the Milwaukee Bucks. It, it, at the beginning of the game, Chris, it seemed like that Milwaukee was going to have a wire-to-wire win, maybe not by a significant margin, um, but I think that for for the Miami Heat, like we know they're down Tyler Hero, right? We know that Bam hasn't. He's been more inconsistent than consistent so far this season. Gabe Vincent has filled in nicely for Tyler Hero, but it's really been on the back of Jimmy Butler. Uh, Kyle Lowry, surprisingly, has been very good for them as well, whether you know, that's been on the defensive side of the basketball. And I, I think in one of the games he did score, I think, 33 points, if I'm not mistaken. But um, it seems like season in and season out, kind of going back to the bubble as well, uh, Chris, that Jimmy Butler, when it's playoff time, look, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler knows he's not going to admit to it that uh, playoff Jimmy is a thing. Uh, and that was on full display last night. So, um I'm not saying that they're going to need that type of performance again from Jimmy Butler to seal the series against the Milwaukee Bucks, but they are probably going to need him to at least score 30 plus points and then, you know, get contributions, whether it's from Bam, whether it's from Gabe Vincent, Max Drew, somebody else to really step up and try, try to provide that scoring responsibility as well for the Miami Heat. But got to gotta give our flowers where our flowers are due. Uh, for Jimmy Butler, uh, it's, it's just a pleasure to watch him uh, play the game of basketball. LeBron last night, um, for the Lakers, I know you're a Lakers fan as well. I think it's kind of, a, and I think we already talked about this as well, that it's it's a little bit of a breath of fresh air where you're not having to heavily, heavily rely on Anthony Davis and LeBron James to do the bulk of the scoring for you. Like all five starters last night for the LA Lakers were in double figures. Um, Austin Reeves has been incredible for this team. Um, but what has kind of been your takeaway, at least from the surrounding cast or the supporting cast, around Anthony Davis and LeBron where they haven't had to go out and score a a combination of 60 to 65 points every single night where you have other guys stepping up for this team. Yeah, you know, I think that's it, man. Like you said, the the one word that comes to mind is refreshing, right? I think that's so refreshing, especially when you think about – and it's kind of surprising too because this team hasn't had a lot of time to gel, right? We we, we talked about – you know, we've been kind of, you know, watching this team kind of kind of click almost instantaneously with LeBron James and Anthony Davis being there, uh, you know, having guys like like Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell not have a lot of chemistry because, you know, this team was kind of a make a makeshift roster at the at the trade deadline. And um that that part is a tad bit surprising, you know, that because because we talk we see teams, you know, we see uh, you know, whether it's uh 
you know, um, these uh, super teams or whatever the case might be. And they, they, the, the one component that we can't always, um, you know, quantify is what chemistry does for you. Right. So, you know, just watching everybody kind of play their role. It seems like everybody is extremely unselfish, which I'm pretty sure, you know, starts at the top with LeBron and Anthony Davis, but those guys are making plays, man. Austin Reeves was a guy who I talked about a lot yesterday. I had a feeling that Rui Hachimura would kind of come back down to earth. Um, Austin Reeves points, rebounds and assists was 22 and a half. And I thought that he would step up. He, he absolutely did. Even getting in foul trouble at the beginning of the third quarter, he picked up his fourth foul immediately in the third quarter. As soon as the third quarter started, he had to go sit on the bench, came back in, still played, uh, you know, a really big role. Uh, Vanderbilt hit a couple threes in the first quarter to kind of keep the defense honest on him with Jared Jackson Jr. kind of sagging off in the paint um, to, you know, help out on AD. And then D'Lo, man, this dude is – he's hot or he's cold. And I'm just thankful that he got hot at the right time hitting those back-to-back-to-back threes um, to, you know, kind of help the Lakers uh, start that comeback that they had, uh, you know, towards the end of the third quarter, early fourth quarter, you know. It, it was great to watch, man. I, I, uh, I felt like a kid in the candy store last night watching the Lakers come back and win that game. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, D'Lo had those two clutch three-pointers in that fourth quarter where I think Memphis had a seven-point lead and then he hit those two threes to cut the lead to one. It's at the beginning of the games where he's just – it makes sure – you kind of scratch your head on, on trying to figure out what he's trying to do. But then when it comes down to second half, in particular fourth quarter, I think we've seen this in multiple games of this series that he's been doing real well. At least hitting not, uh, some clutch shots for the L.A. Lakers. So, yeah, it looked – they're in a um, – they're in a 3-1 leader as well. They're going to go to Memphis for game five, looking to see if they can close it out there. But uh, if you're a Lakers fan, you're, you're definitely excited right now, for sure, the way that they have played thus far um, in this round one. Obviously, if they do advance, it's going to get a little bit tougher as you know the competition gets better and better. But um, so far, so good for the L.A. Lakers uh, as they take a 3-1 lead. All right, Chris, before we dive into our player props for tonight, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable flames, durable frames, and clear, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. Today, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And if you don't love them, exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Your team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, Chris, let's get into our player props here, my man. Uh, Why don't you lead us off player prop number one for the Tuesday night games in the association? What do you got? Player prop number one, we are taking an under, you know, and we're going straight to the early game. We're looking at uh, the Boston Celtics, uh, looking to close out. You mentioned three teams trying to close out this, this, uh, you know, close out this round and advance to the second round of uh, their respective uh, conferences. And I'm looking at Clint Capella, you know, in this one. I'm looking at his under, under 11 and a half uh, rebounds plus assists specifically. Uh, dude is averaging just 8.3 rebounds and no assists. He hasn't had an assist throughout the entirety of the se- uh, throughout the entirety of the series. So he's 4-0 to 
to the under on this number. And I think it's mainly because of, you know, the zero assist that he's averaged. Uh, he's only only averaging a half of assists. So you can say four games, he has one potential assist and then none, and then one more and then none again. Um, he's also went 2-0 and to the under during the regular season as well versus Celtics. Mm-hmm. And I think like a big part of it was that his minutes have been kind of um, dispersed to yeah. Oyeka Okongwu. Um, so during the regular season, he played just 18 and 21 minutes against the Celtics. And during the playoffs, he's averaged just, just a tad bit under 26 minutes as well. So um, him averaging only 8.3 rebounds, you know, if I think, uh, you know, Boston learned their lesson in game three when they lost in Atlanta that they, they really got to make sure they, you know, hit the rebounds because that's one advantage that Atlanta does have over this team is that they can be a, a – Atlanta can be a really feisty rebounding team. So you keep Clint Capella off the glass. I don't think that he's going to get 12 rebounds in this game. I don't expect him to get any assists either. Uh, so I took Clint Capella under 11.5 rebounds plus assists. Best odds I saw was a minus 115 on bet 365, you know. Yeah, I think for Capella, it's just what you mentioned there, the handicap. It's just about the minutes, right? Like, I think that he, he obviously starts the games, but then it was, I think, in the game four where I don't think he touched the floor in the fourth quarter at all for the um, for the Atlanta Hawks. And there's a lot of front court, front court depth that this team has um, where they can go with Collins, they can go with a Kongwu. Capella's in there as well. But I think at least for what you mentioned in the series that, it's a minutes thing. It's just a pure minutes thing for me as well. I agree with you that he's not going to get the assist because we know that it's either when he gets the ball in his hands, he's going right back up and shooting it, or it's a rebound for him. But again, the re- like you mentioned, the rebounds haven't been there for him either um, this series. So yeah, I can get behind it, man. Capella. And again, this might turn into a game where the Celtics are absolutely crushing this uh, Atlanta Hawks team. They're up by 20, 25 plus and Capella's not even out there. You'll see maybe the bench guys, you know, get some run in the, in a playoff game. So uh, the blowout possibility is there as well for the uh, Boston Celtics in this game. So I agree about that. Uh, All right. For my first player prop, I am going to stay in this game here as well. Uh, I'm going to go with Deandre Hunter uh, over 16 and a half points in this game. And this is strictly based off of obviously no DeJounte Murray in this game. We saw that he did get suspended for this game five for making contact with the referee at the end of game four as they were walking off the floor. Um, But this opens up about an average of 23 shots for other Atlanta Hawks players. We've seen what DeJounte Murray has been able to do in this series to be one of the more consistent players for the Atlanta Hawks as far as scoring the basketball. But he's averaging, like I mentioned, 23 uh, shots per game. So, one player I think that could benefit, like I mentioned, is going to be DeAndre uh, DeAndre Hunter for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, in the absence of, or at least let's start with the series first. Let me mention this, that DeAndre Hunter is averaging around 16.8 points per game on about 47.4% shooting from the floor. So I don't think the books have really accounted for, I know Bogdanovich is probably going to get that start here for the Atlanta Hawks in the, in the spot of DeJounte Murray. But if you kind of go back to the regular season here, Chris, um, Number one, uh, with without Murray on the floor, I think it was seven games without um, DeJounte Murray on the floor. DeAndre Hunter averaged 16.1 points per game in that span. But I think that one thing that's also sticking out to me as well is that he got 14 shot attempts uh, per game in the absence of DeJounte Murray as well. Um, I think that Hunter has been another consistent guy so far this series for the um, – for the Atlanta Hawks. And even if he does only get, let's just say three or four more shots in what DeJounte Murray is leaving out on the floor as far as shot attempts and shot volume for the Atlanta Hawks, 
I think the one guy could be DeAndre Hunter. We know he can knock down that mid-range jump shot. He can knock down a three-point shot as well. He can finish around the basket. And those are the type of players that I do want to get around. Um, and uh, again, DeAndre um, uh, Hunter has been getting the minutes in this series as well. He's averaging close to 36 minutes per game. This series where he's averaging about 14.3 shots per make. So if he gets close to 17, 18, possibly 20 shots in this game, just from a pure, again, percentage and shot volume perspective, I think he can get over this number. So I'm going to go with DeAndre Hunter over 16 and a half as my first player prop here, Chris. No way I could talk you up, you know, like you said, pure, pure numbers play. Uh, you know, even if you hadn't watched the game, I think you could just look at the numbers and, you know, kind of kind of quantify those kind of kind of cap it, you know, based on the numbers, you know, so I would absolutely agree there. Uh, like you said, DeJounte not being there, it's going to just increase the volume so much for, you know, for these other guys. They have so much more of an offensive uh, you know, um, responsibility without him yeah. being there. So I absolutely love this. Uh, I absolutely love Hunter tonight uh, to p- take some of that usage from, from um, you know, from DeJounte. I also think that, you know, um, you just go back to trapping Trey Young, right? You know, yeah. which which means that which means that he's going to have a ball in his hand a little bit more anyway because, you know, while Trey Young will be looking to score, I do think that, you know, he makes the right play, right? So he's going to get a ball up and DeJounte, uh, I keep saying DeJounte, but DeAndre Hunter should have plenty of opportunity tonight to to probably get 20, maybe even a lot of spot, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, before we get into some more player props here, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are officially here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half a million dollar in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Also part of the SGPN's Draft Week, SGPN is holding a free NFL Drafts Prop Contest exclusively for members of our Discord. It's completely free to join, and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link. All right, Chris, take us over to player prop number two. My man, what do you got for tonight? Player prop number two, you know, so let's go to, let's go to, let's go to the Denver game. So Timberwolves will be uh, traveling to Denver. Denver trying to close out as well, um, you know, here. And I'm looking at uh, it's two player props that I really absolutely love in this game, but I'll go with the more spicier one. Um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Carl Anthony Towns. You know, I'm, I'm going. I'm taking his under under 32 okay. and a half points, rebounds, and assists here. Uh, simply put, you know, I just don't think I think that 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 Denver closes this team out tonight, and I don't think that he has a big performance. It's been Anthony Edwards. He's been the guy um, for the most part. Uh, you look at Carl Anthony Towns. He's three and one to this number. He's only gone over in game three. Um, and I, you know, averaging just 28 points, rebounds, and assists in the series. He's only shooting 43% uh, from the field, 28% from the three-point line. And uh, the, the the first two games uh, were in Denver, were the worst two games of the series for him as well. Just 23 points, rebounds, and assists in the first game. He followed it up with 24. So another stinker in the second game as well, points, rebounds, and assists. Um, so even in, you know, the must-win game three, you know, he still only had just 30 points, rebounds, and assists. And he took only nine shots. I'm sorry, in, in game four, uh, last game, you know, he only took nine shots. Uh, I think Aaron Gordon has done a, a really good job against him throughout this series. And I think that, you know, 
I think this team lives and dies with Anthony Edwards. So while I like Cat to go under his points, rebounds, and assists, because I think Denver tries to close this series out after, you know, having to go to overtime and kind of scrape and claw to get the series over with in the last game, which they weren't able to do, I think Anthony Edwards has the bigger game because he's the guy, in my opinion, that's a little more explosive, that has the better matchup. And I'll take Carl Anthony Towns to go under his 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists, a number he's 3-1 and one to the under on throughout this series, uh, plus 100 on DraftKings. So I like that you can get it right at even money as well. Yeah, Towns has been really inconsistent uh, for this Minnesota Timberwolves team. Um, I guess we can say in all four games so far. I know he had one good game where he did have 27 points. I know he's been getting some of the rebounds, but it's really been his scoring where that's kind of been his demise. And then I think the lack of success for the Denver Nuggets, sorry, for the Minnesota Timberwolves in this series. Um, and Anthony Edwards, like you mentioned, has been that guy for him. So it, it, this, we could be having a different conversation. But if, if Carl Anthony Towns had one of those first three games where I used the first two games where if he was just a little bit better and provide a little bit more scoring like he has supposed to for this Minnesota Timberwolves team, we could be talking about a 2-2 series possibly. Um, but again, it's really been Anthony Edwards offensively, and then it's a crapshoot off figuring out who's going to be that next guy up. And I think those inconsistency is kind of – I agree with you about the under here for him because you just don't know on a given night what you're going to get from Carl Anthony Towns. It's more so going to be that I'm – predicting that it'll be a subpar performance again from Carl Anthony Towns because we've seen a lot of times, and I don't know if there's a lot of Minnesota Timberwolves fans out there that if he doesn't get calls going his way, he kind of just kind of gets dejected and kind of checks out of, of the game. And then the responsibility falls on the shoulders of a guy like Anthony Edwards. Well, regardless if he's getting called or not, he's going to keep getting trying to get buckets and playing the game of basketball. But for Towns, I don't know if it's something that's between the ears or stuff that may be still dealing with off the floor. He's just got to be a lot better, you know, for this team success into the future. I don't think they're going to come back and win this series. Um, but again, I, I, I would look at the under as well for Car Anthony Towns here as well. So uh, no argument for me on Cat uh, here tonight. Uh, all right, for my next player problem, go over to that um, the Suns and the. Uh, Clippers game here tonight, game five. Um, I've talked a lot about the defensive props. I'm going to go here with another one here, Chris. Devin Booker steals uh, and blocks combined over two and a half, and this one comes in at plus 135, actually. So to keep it simple here, and it's not a huge handicap, but Devin Booker has done this in three out of the four games so far against the uh, Los Angeles Clippers game one. He had a huge night uh, filling up the defensive stats where he had four steals and three blocks. And over the last two games in games three and four, he's had three steals in each of those games. And he also had two blocks going back to game three where he had three steals and two blocks. It's only been one game so far where he hasn't done it, which was game two where he only had one steal and no blocks in that game. But we talked about this on the NBA pod today as well, that with Kevin Durant had, um, being on this team now that he, he is more focus was probably on the offensive side of the basketball when Kevin Durant wasn't there because he had to be that guy every single night. And don't get me wrong. We know Devin Booker's had an incredible series so far, but I think number one, that having Kevin Durant on the offensive side, it gives them a little, it gives them the opportunity to be a little bit better on the defensive side. And then also Kevin Durant does bring that, you know, defensive prowess, I guess we can say, where you know he can block shots and he can rebound the basket basketball and get 
his hands on, um, you know, in the passing lanes and defect passes and get steals that way. But Devin Booker has been doing it consistently, at least in the series so far. So at plus money, where he's done it 75% of the time in the series, I'm going to take that every single day of the week. So Devin Booker steals and blocks here. Come on, Chris, at two and a half, plus 135, my man. Could not talk you off. You know, if I watched the, I watched the post-practice interviews yesterday as well, and they were asking him about, about his defense. He said, well, in my mind, I've always played defense. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was yeah. – <laughs> uh, I think I think the other thing to kind of take into consideration with, with this handicap as well, you know, is that the, the, the Suns really need to win this game, man. We, yeah. I know we – I think we've talked about it before, but they really need to go ahead and get this series out of the way, especially with Denver looking to do the same thing tonight. Um, you know, and these two teams will match up against each other. And for the Phoenix Suns specifically, they just they just lack that depth, right? The starters have – you know, even, even Coach uh, Monty Williams has said that, you know, he doesn't – want to play as players, you know, 40 to 45 minutes, but it's not a lot of guys that that's in that rotation. So they need yeah. to get these games over with as soon as possible. And you typically do that with the defense. Right. And I know that they, the last game went under, uh, cause I was on it over, <laughs> over two twenty seven and a half. the totals already going down. So yeah. to me, that's indicative of, you know, some more defense, the Clippers, um, you know, offense doesn't play as well on the road also, and they'll be without PG and Kawhi. So, uh, we know Westbrook can be a little uh, turnover prone at times, mm-hmm. um, and they 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 play they play fast too. You know, if I think yeah. that's also something to mention, they play extremely fast. They asked Tyron Lue about that in the post game interview. Uh, he said they still want to play fast. They just don't want to turn the ball over as much. So uh, all of those things kind of kind of lead to that good old plus one thirty five. You know, if I cannot talk you up a good plus one thirty five over uh, two and a half steals plus blocks with Devin Booker tonight. Yeah, they do get campaign back here tonight to the Phoenix Suns. I did see that he was probable. I know he's been dealing with a back issue, but um, when he's in the game, I mean, he can easily come out and play. Again, I don't know if he's going to be on a minutes restriction, but that's 20, 25 minutes where you can rest CP3 or you can rest Devin Booker or, or Kevin Durant. It gives you another ball handler, ball handler on the floor uh, for the Phoenix Suns. So I'm, I'm going to really see how many minutes that campaign plays here tonight. It'll be interesting to see, uh, but getting him back as it's going to be, it's, it's big for the Phoenix Suns as far as the minutes allocation goes uh, for this team right now. Uh, all right, Chris, where are we at? Player prop number three. Now, what do you got my man? Number three, you know, if I'm going to go back to go back to the first game, looking at Boston and Atlanta again, um, and I'm looking at role player here, Mr. Derek White himself, over 15 and a half points, you know, one oh, minus 103 on Bet Rivers. And I this one kind of th- caught me off guard a little bit, you know, when I was looking at the box scores and kind of handicapping this one. This dude's three and one to the over on this number, um, this series, including both home games. So he's back at home, back in Boston at the Garden. He scored 24 and 26 points in those two games. Uh, and for me, most importantly, you know, we, when we're looking at points, we're looking at volume. Dude shot 13, 16, and 14 shot attempts, right? So we can get, you know, one uh, one point per shot attempt. I think we're doing pretty good. But, I mean, he's doing a lot better than that. You know, this dude is – he's balling right now. So uh, in the one game that he didn't get this, which was game three, uh, he went uh, – he didn't go over. He only shot seven, seven times in that game. That was the game that he went under in. But he's played at least 30 minutes in each game so far this series. Um, he's averaging a tad bit under 20 points per game, and you can get a line that's 15 and a half. And I, I just mentioned the shot attempts that he's getting, and he's shooting 50, a blistering 58% from the field, 52% from the three-point line, averaging 34 minutes. You know, so um, we know, you know, with the Atlanta Hawks, they typically don't play any defense. They like to get out and run. Um, I don't think that you know Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have to play their best game because. Some of the role players step up. Marcus Smart, Derek White. I think 
you know, some of these other guys, maybe even Grant Williams, if he gets in and get, you know, Hauser gets in these, I think these other guys step up in a big way and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown will continue to, you know, draw a lot of attention. And when mm. they do guys like Derek white will continue to get wide open shots. He can put the ball down, get to the rim. Of course he can play make. Um, so I like Derek white in this one, you know, just given his, uh, like I said, the shot attempts, the minutes, uh, over 15 and a half points for me for Mr. Derek white today. I can't talk you off, man. I mean, look, the shot volume has been there for him in uh, this series so far. He's knocked down at least uh, – sorry, he's attempted at least 13 shots in three out of the four games. And he's also shooting it well from three-point line as well. Um, it's been five straight games that they played against Atlanta now, um, and he has a 52% three-point uh, percentage over the last five games. And he's knocked down at least three three-pointers in three out of the four games so far. So – He's digging it done from the floor. He's getting it done from three-point line as well. So I, I couldn't talk you off. Like you mentioned, he's had 26, 24, and 18 in three out of the four games so far here. So I think tonight's going to be a, um, a it's going to be a night where we see the Boston Celtics just put up points, man. I, I would not be surprised if he gets like 130 plus points here, to, or the Boston Celtics put up 130 plus points here tonight. So they're going to have to get a scoring. Uh, whether it's Jalen Brown, whether it's Jason Tatum, or or whatever the case might be, so yeah, definitely can't talk you off of that. Our guy Wham pointing out he's on the Tatum uh, three point props here tonight. Um, four plus three pointers made in the last six closeout games, dating back to the bubble, all shooting over fifty percent from three, averaging forty percent from three in the series, and four three pointers made on ten three point attempts. So that's a great find uh, for the. Um, for Jason Tatum here tonight by our guy, Wham. Uh, all right, for my next player prop, I'm going to stay in that Clippers and the um, Suns game as well. I'm just going to keep riding Russell Westbrook's uh, points here, man. He's pretty much the only offense for the uh, sorry for the Clippers, and then it's your guess of who's going to step up next for the um Los Angeles Clippers. His points prop right now, I believe I saw it at 26 and a half for Westbrook here tonight. Let me double check here. Um, where is he at? Yeah, so it's 25 and a half at plus 110 now. Um, so I think that he's definitely going to get over this number. If you just take a look at the last two games in particular without Kawhi Leonard on the floor, he's had 30 points and 37 points in both of those games. Um, and he's actually gone over this projection in three straight games for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. It also comes down to a usage rate as well, right? Especially when you don't have Kawhi Leonard on the floor, you don't have Paul George. And he's also playing the minutes. Last three games, uh, sorry, last two games, 40 minutes each. And then uh, when the series started in the first two games and one game one and game two, 36 minutes. Last two games, he's uh, attempted a, com- a combined number of attempts from the floor at 52. Um, and he's also... Uh, shockingly been pretty good from three-point line as well there, Chris. Game three, uh, sorry, game two, he was two of three. Game uh, three, three of seven. Last game, game four, three of six. So he's looked like he's improved his shot. Wouldn't be surprised if he does go for a a double-double at minimum, if not a triple-double here tonight. Westbrook, we know he's going to leave it out on the floor. And like you mentioned that, they're still going to want to play fast. It's just them about not turning the ball over against his Phoenix Suns team because when you have two lethal scores on the other side, they're going to take advantage of those turnovers. But for me, it's more of a usage play. It's a shot volume play as well. He's done it in three straight games, 25 and a half points at plus 110. I'm going to take the over on this uh, uh, prop here for uh, Russell Westbrook, Chris. 
No way I could talk you off, you know. He he got that battery in his back, and uh, it stays fully charged, man. <laughs> Dude is always gunning, uh, always looking to, uh, you know, either score or, you know, facilitate. So, um, you know, closeout game, you know, if I, I don't expect him to take the night off at all. I expect him to do everything he possibly can. And, you know, if there's probably one person in the world that feels like they're going back to, uh, you know, to um, to L.A. for game six, you know, it's probably Westbrook. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I couldn't talk you off. Dude's extremely confident, extremely motivated. We know that he can score uh, with the best of them. He's going to continue to get downhill and put put a lot of pressure on, um, you know, Landale and, and Aiden at the at the rim. Um, and, you know, if his shot's falling like it has been, you know, he, like you said, this potentially could be another ladder spot as well, you know. Yep. All right, so that's three player props each. It is now time for us to close out the show. Let's get into our best bets here for tonight. Chris, lead us off, my man. What's your best bet? Best bet, closeout game in Denver tonight. You know, if I am looking at Mr. Anthony Ant-Man Edwards. I got to, you know, if I got to, man. I can't Double go best away. bet. I can't, can't go away from him here, man. And he said they, they're not going away without a fight. So for me, that tells me, that he's going to leave it all on the court, man. I absolutely love this guy. You know, this dude is uh, probably my favorite young star in the NBA. But, you know, all that aside, you know, I don't handicap it like that. I handicap it, you know, just b- based on the numbers, based on what I'm seeing. And like I said, he mentioned it in his post-game interview that they're not going out without a fight. Uh, you know, Nuggets, um, they're, I think they're cool also. You know, that's the other thing, part of the handicap. I think they're cool with let Anthony Edwards go off, as long as the Nuggets win the game, right? You just, And we've been kind of seeing that. And has uh, – Back-to-back-to-back games of 41, 36, and 34 points in this series. He's averaging, uh, let's see, I'm I'm sorry, averaging, not averaging. So 41, 36, and 34 are his points in the last three games after kind of sticking it up in that first game. He shot 23, 22, and 27 field goal attempts as well. Double-digit three-point field goal attempts in each game as well. You know, if dude's averaging 32.3 points per game in the series, Shooting 48% from the three point uh, from the field, 22 uh, shot attempts per game, 40 and a half percent from the three point line. I don't think that he's going out without a fight. You know, this is the one I probably ladder up to 30, 35 points because I don't. I look across that Minnesota Timberwolves uh, lineup. You know, I don't see a lot of guys that can score for themselves. I don't see a lot of guys that can get downhill and attack the rim, which is where Denver is the most vulnerable. I don't see a lot of guys that can th- shoot the three-point ball, you know, and, and it's going to shoot the three-point ball with as much confidence Anthony Edwards has. Uh, so give me Anthony Edwards, you know, best bet of the night, over 27 and a half, minus 125 on BetMGM. It's also some over 28 and a half out there as well if you want to get plus money or get, you know, a little bit better odds but a little bit less juice. But Anthony and man, Edwards tonight, you know, over 27 and a half points, my man. Another double best bet for me, man. This is I had and two, man. Look, I mean, you laid out the case exactly, and I'm not going to regurgitate everything because you nailed the handicap. He's just been the more consistent guy. He found something after game one. In game one, they were in a bad situation, right? Um, at least in a travel spot because they had played two playing tournament games. Uh, they played in LA. They traveled back home uh, to play the uh, OKC Thunder for that eight seed, and then after that, they had to travel over to altitude in Denver to play the Denver Nuggets in game one. And that, that's that's a pretty tough, brutal travel schedule just right there. But since then, like you mentioned it, I mean, he's been absolutely on fire. And you want to back a guy that comes out and says that, hey, we're not going down without a fight. And I think that's a player that you do want to get behind. So, I mean, you mentioned it, last three games, 34 points, 36 points, 41 points, 22 or more shot attempts in all three of those games. The minutes are there as well, 42, 44, 45, and 
Uh, and he's getting up 10 plus three point attempts over the last three games as well, 10, 11, and 12. And he's knocked down at least three in all those, all three of those games. So again, it's a pure shot volume thing. It's a minutes thing. And you're backing a guy that came out and said after game three, where they're down three games to nothing, I think they were interviewing Mike Conley and you could kind of hear him in the background and say, the series isn't over that we're not, I'm not going to go down without a fight. And that's a guy that you want to get behind. So definitely shop around for the best number. Like Chris said, 27 and a half is out there. 28 and a half is out there. I think this, if you want to ladder this up to 35 plus for Anthony Edwards, I think that he's going to get it done. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another 40 piece here from uh, Anthony Edwards, but if this team is going to have any success here, um, Chris, it's going to have to be back on on the back of Anthony da- oh, sorry Anthony Davis Anthony Edwards um and again this been has been another guy that's been filling it up from um defensive standpoints as well he's gone over two and a half combined steals and blocks in all four games against Denver that number has now been adjusted by the books where the vig is at minus 145 now where we were getting it at plus money in the first game and the second game um in the third game I remember I gave it out at one minus 120 that got up uh, he cashed on that and then now it's at minus 145. So if you want to buy that up, if your book lets you, I'm not sure if it does on steals and blocks combined for Anthony Edwards to get up to three and a half, maybe at plus odds. But he's committed on both sides of the floor here, offense and defense. But another double best bet here, Anthony Edwards over 27 and a half, like I mentioned. Um, and uh, Chris is obviously on this as well. So Chris, man, we're putting a lot of faith here in Anthony Edwards uh, here to get it done. But I have 100% faith that he gets it done here, my man. Same, you know, 21 year old guy that we put all our faith into. But I mean, he's been absolutely, um, you know, nothing short of spectacular, man. This dude is his next level. I, I can't, I, I still kind of feel like he's only scratching the surface as well. You know, if I can't, yeah. you know, wait to see, you know, what, what his work ethic leads to next year, you know, how much better he can get on the defensive end. Cause I think, you know, we're starting to see a little bit of that now when, uh, you know, over the last few weeks when, you know, when they when they were fighting to try to get into the play and you saw him really, you know, start to lock in on the defensive end and the fourth quarter came, he started taking on a lot of that responsibility of guarding the other team's best guard. And he, I mean, the way that this guy can move his feet and stay in front of guys and get, get his hands in deflections, you know, in deflections and steals and how you can kind of anticipate plays, you know, it's, it's really, really fun to watch, man. I, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm a big, big fan of this guy, you know, um, real quick. W- one more thing I wanted to mention, yeah. though, uh, honorable mention, Mr. Toy Craig, I know you mentioned campaign, being back, this guy almost made it uh, on the prop list, but it was another thing that I looked at. Uh, this this dude, Troy Craig's played extremely well throughout the entire series for the Suns so far, and uh, he's being rewarded, I think. You know, you look at Monty Williams, this dude is averaging the most minutes of anybody on that team, not named Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Cam, uh, uh, CP3, yeah. or DeAndre Ayton. So 28 minutes per game, he shot the ball well, 67%, 55% from the three-point line. Um, if you've watched much, much of the series, he's been a beneficiary as well with KD and Devin Booker drawing a lot of the double teams. They're saying, hey, hey, Torrey Craig, you beat us. And he's been able to do that. He's cleared the 15 and a half points, rebounds, and assists in three of the four games so far and mm-hmm. averaging 20.8 uh, uh, points, rebounds, and assists. And I'm expecting them to kind of keep it going, especially being back home today. So just to add on, you know, if I wanted to kind of add, because I really wanted to add that one. I was like, yeah. Now, I probably won't, but I like Mr. Torrey Craig, even with campaign being back tonight in a potential minutes limit, like you said. It's going to be t- it's, it's going to take a team effort. I know that Kevin Durant and uh, Devin Booker have been the two guys that have really been carrying this team um, when you're kind of just looking at this, uh, the stats page, right, whether it's points per game. Um, and it's been allocation as well. But Torrey Craig, he's knocked down some clutch three-point shots, and like you mentioned, it's been happening for him. 
um, from three-point line. I know he didn't have a great shooting night, at least from three-point line in game um, four, was it? Um, where he was only oh, he was over over two, but prior to that, he had knocked down three, five, and two, and then also he's getting um, you know four to five rebounds a game, and then he's also chipping it with some assists. So it's not a big number that you're asking him to do here, but I mean, this might be a possibility we can get it just done with points and rebounds alone here tonight. So yeah, um, definitely can get behind it. Tory Craig has been really good so far for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, all right, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the PropCast. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here, bud? Now let's cash some tickets, man. I love the looks that we gave up, man. Hopefully we can go undefeated like always, <laughs> like like I always say. But if not, at least we're, we you know, want to be profitable. I think we got some great reads on the night. I love when we have the double best bet because, you know, the viewers don't, might not know this, you know, but we don't talk about our props before. We just kind of, no. you know, rattle them off, right, you know, yep. while we're live after we do our homework and – uh you know, for us that always had the same double best bet, I think we um, haven't lost one yet when we've had the same double best bet. So hopefully we can cash another one, you know, kind of keep it going, man, and, uh, you know, get get the people some some money as well. Yep, 100%. Three games, like we mentioned, on the uh, NBA uh, schedule here tonight. Three teams are going to close it out. Uh, double best bet here for myself and Chris on Anthony Edwards. So hopefully he can get us to the window here tonight. All right, we will be back tomorrow, I believe, for the um, Wednesday night games and the NBA playoffs. So look out for us then. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the PropCast on your respective prod- podcast players. Uh, go ahead and do so, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's Apple, wherever you listen to your pods. It really helps us grow the show. And please leave us a rating and review if you haven't already. Again, definitely helps us grow the show as well. Go ahead and smash that uh, like button on the live stream here on the NBA channel. But definitely appreciate everybody in the chat. Shout out to our guys, you Capper, OG, Wham, um, uh, JR. Those guys are usual suspects in the uh, YouTube. So it definitely makes the show more entertaining when you guys are in there. Uh, like I mentioned, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, make sure to follow Chris on Twitter at CrispyCappin, two P's, two N's. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Till then, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs> <laughs>